Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. If I want you back, I could get away. Before the sunshine leaves your eyes. This trucker died happier than lifting the feet off the gas pedal and the brake pedal and just letting the truck glide somewhere far away down a coastal road or across the night while Vincent Gallo and his young wife looked down bemused by his horrible, horrible fate. Trapped by a light, trapped by a fragrance, as two boys break into your house. You're locked in, but so are the planes passing by overhead, where fragrances are locked in tubes and bathrooms and lights. What if you got trapped in your own delight, as if underneath a beautiful wallpaper without a single bubble, floating and yet enraged and yet fulfilled? Between the bars, I'll whistle a tune for you. Between the bars, I'll wait for you. Between the bars, I'll reluctantly stay, trapped, isolated, abstracted, and drifting just by staring. Why wasn't the bed made? Who slept here before? Who ruined our perfect honeymoon? Where did you learn to fold the sheets? How long does it take you to make a perfect bed? Will it suffice for the inspection of the men dress? Will you tuck each cover in with a tightness without a single crease or fold? How can you go about your day knowing that energy and strength is drifting? Your collection of little glass bottles of jam and little glass bottles of soap and shampoo await you in your locker as you remove your uniform, a thief of the night, a collector of poetry in the form of objects. If you could cast this glance in gold, who would listen? If everywhere you touched turned to diamonds, who would follow you? If everywhere you went, every branch you pulled down, there were golden scepters encrusted in jewels, which sank, would you listen? Would you have a heavy bag made of cloth upon your back filled with such treasures? 
or would wings simply sprout, made of a new sort of jewelry? Let the wind sink its teeth into you. Let the cold throttle you. Follow the elements to every breath of moss and every freshly exposed blade of grass. She left in a zigzag shape of splintering sawdust while you were smoking at work. You needed to dig graves to bury graves because the animal left her pouch, left her sound, left her shroud, and all the telltale signs of blood around her mouth, that vaguely glazed expression, yet without guilt, just satiation. Some days he cuts the sides of brains in a lab. Other days he uses soft brains to wash his wife after a feeding. Could you kiss the sound of a motorcycle revving through the night? Would you be willing? Would your lipstick turn black? Would your eyes turn a deeper shade of green as if the forests themselves were encroaching upon the city and you wanted to hiss like an enraged werewolf alongside that motorcycle sound which would be bottled and consumed what sort of paper would he have written which would have barred him from the scientific community? A paper about the afterlife, a paper about human sacrifice, a paper about building a man or woman from scratch, a paper about lobotomies, a paper about alien forces, or a paper about vampirism. Could you lie awake in your work clothes? Could you lie awake in your maid's outfit? Would anyone ever truly find you? Would the bed ever need to be made? Would your eyes close all by themselves? Would the drapes start to move like a pair of wings? Would they move in sync? with your blinks? Would the day never come? Would the day be an island? Her green silk scarf ran away from her, one dingy, statuesque day, when they were in the bloom of a flower of their romance in Paris, but he was after the serum, or a dead man walking, or a vampire, or a grisly research project banned from the scientific community forever. She's trapped again, but this time by a new hunger, 
Yet the boys always know where to find her. Through shuttered windows, through bats, through gates, through and through. A steaming brain will greet you in your criminal travels, in your break-ins. A steaming brain will follow you when you commit crimes. Brains will wait for you in refrigerators, steaming, ready to be placed as easily as a new toupee. Extend my kiss for centuries when the walls are boarded up and you want to get through and you want to kiss more and get closer. But the boards must be removed quickly and with a vengeance. And when we get through, it's like the most miraculous breeze has just settled and there are animals about to attack. A close-up of a belly button and an armpit can be disturbing, or perhaps we're just in the unfamiliar realm of a 90s female gaze filled with a certain unique type of desire. He made love while his friend sat back in an antique leather chair, comfortable in the realm of breaking and entering, ready to rest in that realm forever. There's something very visceral and close about the violence in this scene, and the scene I'm talking about is the scene where the female vampire first very vividly feeds and it's as if you can't get away from the violence it's very intimate and close it's an extreme close-up of the gentleman screaming and squealing as blood comes out of his nose there's really nothing sexy about it or at all appealing about it it feels like a bad cold a sickness of a kind an unglamorous injury. Whether standing miserably in the rain or slowly watching a match burn while thinking about belly buttons, while thinking about absences, while thinking about motorcycle rides, perhaps one day a match will meet a raindrop. Perhaps one day they'll run away together and no longer be polar opposites across mirrors reflected in the night's oracles. What does a maid do when no one's around? Does she fall asleep where your arms used to be? held by a cold indifference, a light moving across a room. Does she pause in your former glory? Does she or does he merely reach up and drift toward the corners of the room to de-dust the spider webs from their shackles? 
I'd seen this movie, which is called Trouble Every Day, by Claire Denis years and years ago, and was not particularly tainted by it the first time I saw it. However, seeing it all these years later, revisiting it, realizing gradually as I peeled back the layers that I had seen it, I began to feel as though the vampiric scenes are very intense, very brutal, and definitely fitting uh, in the films of the new French extremity. A very visceral and disturbing film overall. Definitely worth seeing, poetic, and with a pure feel of the woman's gaze, the female gaze, the female spy, the female eye. Thank you for tuning in to Pink Midnight. We hope you have enjoyed your stay in this haunted hotel, in this abandoned palace, in this opulent field of nowhere grass.